There's been no answer found. No. <laughs> it's hard. From <laughs> A message from our pharmacy. Pick up your pills, bro. Pick up your fucking meds. Make sure you're taking them. Hey, dude. Dude. Go drink some water. Drink some water. Aliens. Ghosts. Shapeshifters. And a curse? If you wanted to really live out your paranormal dreams, then this is the place for you. 512 acres of just pure paranormal phenomena located in the Uintah Basin in Utah. Skinwalker Ranch has gained notoriety with its dark past and even more strange present. This week, we are presenting a deep dive into one of Jessica's absolute favorite topics, the history, legends, and mysteries of Skinwalker Ranch. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our first episode of Gals, Gays, and Ghouls. I know some of you told us that we need longer episodes. Trust me, we know. But last week was just a little tease of what's to come. It's crazy. Because of last week, we had a script and all that stuff, but honestly, it's way harder than we thought. So, like, five hours of us trying to find our footing and everything turned out to just be four minutes of content, just for you. So, anyways, here we are, ready to go and ready to present our first actual story for you. Now, first things first, how did this place become such a steaming hotbed for paranormal activity? Well, a curse, of course. Dating back to the Civil War, in fact, the land was originally occupied by two Native American tribes, the Ute and the Navajo. Now, the relationship was never great between the two, but after the Ute tribe allied with the U.S. Army to successfully oust the Navajo from the land, that is where the problems began. Once the Navajo were marched to a reservation in Fort Sumner, the Ute were able to occupy the Uintah Basin. However, before the Navajo left, they left a little parting gift for the Ute. I know it sounds like I'm giving you a history lesson, but there is a purpose, because right before the Navajo made their march out of the basin, they laid a curse upon the land. Since that time, the land and Ute tribe have been haunted by what they call skinwalkers, malevolent shape-shifting witches of Navajo lore who, in the Uintah Basin, take the form of giant wolves and other... Another not as popular or probably accurate theory to all the strange activity that occurs here is an interdimensional portal. Now, is that ridiculous? I mean, yeah, I definitely think so, but some people claim to see bright orange and blue lights in the night that flash, dominating the sky. They're said to last around 10 seconds and can be viewed around a thousand feet in the air. The idea is that these odd creatures and spaceships enter and leave through these connection points into a parallel universe or alternate reality, a plane of existence that exists adjacent to ours and connects to ours only very occasionally and only in the night skies above a ranch in northeast Utah. Totally plausible, right? I mean, sure, but what do people see? What goes on there that makes people think that way? Well, let's find out. It's literally always Native Americans, though. No, it is. Like, poltergeists, Indian burial grounds, like... Curses. Literally anything you can think of when someplace is haunted. They do this long history check, and they're like, yeah, there was some Native American tribe that used to live here. Someone pissed them off, and now the land's cursed. Don't know what to tell you. That's literally the story of America. 
or they start digging and they're like, what is this bone? It looks human. And also all these Native American artifacts. Oh, cool. Let's go this, poke it with a stick. Yeah, like let me go <laughs> display yeah. it for everybody to see. And then all the ghosts start like poking people's buttholes and shit. Flipping them off like you touched my shit and now you must pay. Yeah, it's always that. And it's like the return the slab guy. <laughs> return the slab. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. That's what always happens, and, like, I mean, this isn't as far back as that, because this is the Civil War, but still, like, it's literally the same shit. It's always the same shit. It's always the same shit. It just repeats itself. Like history! Yay! It's not like we haven't learned anything. So that's amazing. What? Americans not learning their lesson? That's crazy. Wow. Not very American. The year is 1994, and the owner of Skinwalker Ranch at the time, Terry Sherman, sees a strange creature approaching his cattle in their pen. He rushed toward it to find a wolf three times the size of a normal wolf attacking a calf and biting its head through the bars. Sherman shot the giant creature three times at point-blank range. It didn't even flinch. It just slowly turned its head and stared at him for a few minutes. Then it calmly turned and walked away. After the creature left, Terry and his wife claimed that it left behind an overwhelming stench of rotting flesh. This is not the only sighting of an unusually large wolf-like creature, however. People claim to see them walking on four legs or even upright like a human in the area. Other people have tracked their prints in the snow to watch them go from wolf prints to human prints and then eventually disappear. These sightings had become so frequent that it drew the attention of its next owner, Robert Bigelow and his National Institute for Discovery Science to lead an investigation sponsored by the Pentagon. One night in March 1997, scientist Colm Kelleher looked up into a tree to see a large humanoid figure with yellow eyes watching the research team. He shot at it and it disappeared, but when he looked down at the snow-covered ground, he saw what resembled a raptor footprint near the tree. And if this is all a shocker to you, for the 20 years this land was investigated by this specific team, they found no explanation behind these sightings. Now, I've seen this place investigated a bunch of times on shows, but the last one I watched was a Jack Osborne UFO special, and they definitely saw something. As he is looking over a cliff with a pair of night vision binoculars, he sees what he believes is a crew member running to the vans. At first, he dismisses it, and he's like, do you guys know who that is? But then he points a laser at it to show them where the person is, and whatever it is makes a sharp turn and starts hauling ass over the ridge. After he goes back through the footage, you can definitely tell that it is not a person, because I've never seen someone move so fast and, like, smooth and stiff before. It was crazy. I could go on forever about the skinwalkers, honestly, because they are seen so frequently in the basin. However, what's associated even more with Skinwalker Ranch than the skinwalkers themselves is UFOs. Cows. What kind of cows? What? I swear to God. We talk you, about cows. You talk about cows. fucking the heads off of cows. It, it just... Yeah. Like, oh, like, yeah. Over the <laughs> oh my god. They walk up to the cows and they go, and then they fucking dip. Wait, do that again? <laughs> Can I get that in 4K, please? No, that is. Are you fucking yes! recording? <laughs> she went. <laughs> Wait, let's see how that's one. Wait. Oh, still 4K. Now, oh, message dude. from our sponsors. You have a cow problem? Now here, I assume, is where the interdimensional portal would come into play. 
There are so many UFO sightings in this location that I guess the only reasonable explanation for it could be a portal. There were even some recorded sightings in ancient rock art and folklore by the native tribes in the area. Now you remember the Shermans, right? Terry Sherman saw a gigantic (laughs) creature biting the head off of cattle in his barn. Well, once the Shermans sold the property in 1996, they had no problem spilling the beans about what else they had seen there. I mean, these people saw everything, from orange doorways in the sky to alien aircrafts bigger than a football field. One time a light followed their car, another time their dogs went nuts over floating voices coming from 25 feet above their heads. Speaking in an alien language, crop circles kept forming in their yard. The worst part for them, though, was the cattle mutilation. Four of the family's prized cows, an important part of their income, vanished from the thin air. Another three were found mutilated in various brutal ways that you don't want to hear about, but it didn't end after they sold the ranch. On the morning of March 10, 1997, less than an hour after a healthy 84-pound calf was tagged, the animal's corpse was found in the middle of the field, in broad daylight with all of the blood drained from its body. According to those on the scene, there was no blood in the field, no blood in the dirt, and nothing in the calf itself. The Shermans are not the only ones to have experiences with UFOs in the area. People have claimed to see lights flashing in the sky, orbs floating through the air and diving into the water and coming back out in a different form, or even a seven-foot-tall humanoid creature roaming the area. Even to this day, people report seeing UFOs or finding mutilated cattle with no explanation as to why. Yes, I know people make up stories all the time or claim to see something that could easily be explained by something other than aliens, but stretching back hundreds and hundreds of years to even this day, people claim to see something that they can't explain. So to me, there has to be some sort of explanation. Yeah. Skinwalker Ranch is popular both in the UFO and the paranormal communities as a place where supposed strange things happen. Things that might be attributed to ghosts, aliens, transdimensional beings, or just something in the geology. Yes, all of this could be happening because of the energy of the area. Researchers have recorded extremely high readings of radiation in certain parts of the basin with little to no explanation, and they even reported gamma rays a mile above the ranch. Now, along with the scientific research, there have been so many paranormal investigations of this area, and there currently is a show on the History Channel called The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch, which has three seasons. Now, through all of this investigation, there has never been an answer found, although the History Channel show is trying very hard to find one. I mean, how could a Native American curse draw UFOs to a random place in Utah? Or is the curse just another problem for this land on top of the visitors already attracted to this area? This has always fascinated me so much because there are just so many layers to what's happening here. I mean, the skinwalkers alone and spirits associated with them are terrifying enough without adding seven-foot-tall aliens to the mix. Hopefully this new show in its third season can find some sort of answer as to what's happening here. Alright, I've never had to end a story before without sounding like I'm giving a school report, so what do you guys think? Well, honestly, like... The whole thing with UFOs is kind of, like, funny, though, at the same time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, to bring that in with skinwalkers and stuff, with, like, the lights and stuff in the sky, like, it just, it's funny to see, like, every weird thing kind of ties into each other. I don't know why. In my head. Yeah, like, it's just weird, and there's so many... <laughs> 
Okay, that was a ghost. <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> oh, who's your foot? I don't know what happened, guys. That's crazy. <laughs> don't gaslight me. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> but honestly, I mean, all right, so if you think about it, right, the place has skinwalkers. It's known that they have skinwalkers. Right. And then on top of that, they can't just have that. They also have ghosts, portals in the sky. They've got UFOs, seven-foot aliens. It said seven feet. They said, I saw a fucking seven-foot-tall, weird-looking motherfucker roaming around. So, and they were just like, aliens. So some of the people from our job got it. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. the question is, like, how do they know for a fact it was seven feet? Like, they run around with, like, a measuring well, tape? Well, obviously, and they're just like, yeah. Yeah, no, that's they fucking grabbed, seven foot. They grabbed their ladder. They grabbed the mm. tape measure. They were like, hold up real quick. Went on up to him. Stay measured, right there. And they were like, got it. Yeah. Have a good day. And then ran away. Yeah. I mean, there's so much. I mean, I've watched Ghost Adventures. I've watched Portals to Hell. And they've gone to this place. And yeah. there's always some weird shit that happens. There's always yeah. lights. Literally, there's always, always lights. Always lights. They're always like, like in the sky, right? Yeah. They're or always like, on like, the, like the hill ledge. Yeah. But like, what kind of light? Like, so I saw orbs. one. They always orbs? think it's fun. Yeah. So phasmophobia? Kind of. <laughs> they always think it's fun to like point lasers up at the sky, yeah. which also I think is like dangerous if there's planes. It's illegal. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, but they do it, and they're always like, if you point this laser and do it three times, something will blink back, and like then they do it, and then something always blinks back. Interesting. That wasn't there before, so they're like aliens. I forgot what I was watching that they were doing that. It could have been ghost hunters or maybe ghost adventures but they were watching uh over the ridge and they're like hey look there's something in the sky and they're like here wait i'm gonna flash a light at it look at this click 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 and then he goes dude no way he replied back but then i was saying about that jack osborne thing like they're looking for legit aliens like they didn't give a shit about skinwalkers they were like nah we're looking for aliens and then here he is on a cliff and here comes this big motherfucker seven foot seven probably eight feet walking like just fucking hauling ass i've never seen something move so fast in my life and he's like who the fuck is that why are they running and then as soon as he pointed a laser the thing was like oh shit and like just fucking started running i've been seeing how do yeah. they, how do they not know that the skinwalkers are probably aliens though they probably don't they probably don't know they're i think just they're assuming. just yeah. yeah they're like well here's what happened so this must be the thing but then also aliens but hear me out. <laughs> like both. Alien. Alien. Yeah. Yes. So I think at this point they're just assuming that there's just everything. So everything's aliens. Everything's aliens. There's yeah. probably mermaids too. Mermaids. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. Trying to be werewolves. Trying to be werewolves. <laughs> yeah. Um mm-hmm. also I remember watching Portals of Hell and they were doing uh was the ghost box reading? And there was actually a ghost talking to them so also there's ghosts intelligent ghosts of who i have no fucking idea it even moved the ceiling fan in the episode i watched like they were just all chilling and the ceiling fan just was like like, portals Portals to hell is like one of the few shows that yeah everything's scripted and dramatized but they're actually like less cringy when they react to things yeah so it makes me believe it more yeah like well like i've never really watched any of those things like the most i've seen is like supernatural (laughs) obviously you're not missing much besides katrina's obviously lispy mouth 
Okay. Like, there's something yeah. wrong with her mouth. And they tried to cover it up with, like, Invisalign, but they only <laughs> made it more, like, prominent. And, I, like, I'm trying to focus on what they're saying, but all I can focus is on Katrina's mouth. That's it. That's all I see. Gosh, and then if know. you go to Ghost Adventures, then you just have Zach screaming at ghosts. And Aaron Lovely. high as Zach is on a downer, and Aaron is definitely on an upper. Yeah. And Zach is just, oh my god, what's happening? Aaron's like, holy shit! And it's just, they're on both ends of the spectrum. Yeah, it's zero to a hundred, depending on where you are. Oh, okay. But they both investigated Skinwalker Ranch, and they both found something. Mm -hmm. So, I mean... Not everyone can have an experience and it just be purely coincidence. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. That's one thing that, like, like one is for person, the books. Yeah. But, like, multiple people having multiple, like, events happening, capturing evidence, all that. Like, no. I can't. I can't, like, explain that away. And then they're saying it's, like, a wolf-like creature. So it's a wolf-like creature eating the cows not to go back to the cows but like the fucking cows like is it, is it a vampire Ooh. why the cows though like is there not other like livestock out there well i know from not that you know we have much evidence of aliens but aliens usually go after cows for some reason first of all we have confirmed that there are ufos this was during the panini that was going on the oh panini. Right, yes, yes. yeah the panini. um the panda express but uh yeah, yeah. so they go always <laughs> go after cows and I don't know why. Maybe they only see black and white. It's a chocolate milk. They think they're getting chocolate milk. They should know that the brown cows don't have brown milk. I don't know how to move forward from that. There's no way to move forward from that. The brown cows <laughs> don't have brown milk. Simple as that. Close so that's why shut. they go for the black and white ones? There you go. Yeah. So maybe that's the only one that they're attacking. Oh, they could be colorblind. Yeah, that's what I was saying. That's why they go for black and white. Poor things. They don't know any color. But if it is a wolf, to steer the conversation back. But do they don't go, dogs like see only like black and white? They see like dull colors. Yeah, so maybe that's why they saw but the cow. But they said when they see the cow in the field, fucking I guess plump down on the ground, <laughs> whatever. Like it's just drained like a fucking flat tire. Okay. There's no head? blood or anything anywhere. That's true. Nothing. I mean. Well, you would think if it got attacked and something got its blood, there'd be, like, guts and fucking teeth marks and bites and blood everywhere. I mean, it could be just some, like... A vampire. I mean, yeah, it could be a vampire, but hear me out. It could be just some strange, like, kid doing test experiments in the middle of the fields. That's true. Those leaving kids are weird no evidence. You're gonna look at me, you're gonna tell me I'm wrong? <laughs> she came down in a bubble, dog. That's true. I mean, I don't we don't know honestly what it is, but if you think about it, going off the dog thing and them being like sort of dull colors and aliens, what if the skinwalkers are just a form that the aliens take? Yeah, that's true. And they can only see kind of, since it's like a wolf like creature, those kind of dull colors. I yeah. Don't know. That's the only thing they could find. It's the it only also, thing that's, like, interesting, too. Like, it also the said patterns. that they're, like, witches, skinwalkers. Fuck it, we don't know what aliens got up their sleeve. Yeah. Al aliens, man. Aliens. Well, that's our first official episode of Gals, Gays, and Ghouls, everyone. I really hope you enjoyed it, and I hope that you either learned about something or at least more of what you already knew. 
We'll be releasing episodes every Sunday, just like this, where each of us will present a new paranormal tale that we love. So keep listening, rate us, follow us on Instagram with our very long name, gals underscore gays underscore goals underscore podcast. And don't be shy. If there's any paranormal activity stories you know you're interested in, let us know. We'd love to hear from you and talk about it with you. Stay spooky, everybody.